Well, hey guys, welcome to the Sales Energizer podcast. I wanted to make this round two for cold calling because last week's was so important to so many people. And so I started with that idea, but it turned into a, a wide ranging, meandering kind of trip to somewhere that's going to bring you more sales and a better life. I'm really happy you're here to listen to this one. If the Deej lost his little black book, someone would find the numbers of every sales lead in the world. Cold calling, as bad as it is, is a thousand times better than doing nothing. The Deej, Dan Jordan. Now I know you think I'm crazy, but people have called me worse things than crazy. I can control how many times I dial the phone. <laughs> I should be in a straitjacket. <laughs> and now, please welcome the sales energizer, Dan Jordan. You never know what's going to happen. That's the thing. It's always a surprise. One thing leads to another. That's why it's so important to get on the phone with people because you don't know, you know, where they can help you or you can help them. Uh, just today, I'm on the, I'm on, the, I'm talking to actually big shout out to Brian Converse. Brian Converse, I called him up because uh, he's going to get a podcast. By the way, you might not know this, but he's going to start his podcast. Going to help him with his career move. So I called him when we kibitz a little bit. Back and forth, what's going on? See if I can help him. And all of a sudden, he tells me that, listen, his whole family's out of work, including his 21-year-old son. Well, I have a 21-year-old son who all his employees left him because they're scared to get out of the house. Well, Brian Converse's son is grateful to get out of the house and go to work. And so just from a mere conversation of talking about nothing, we got two people that are going to have two separate actions that can produce something instead of worrying about something. That's what the phone brings to you. And you know how much it costs to do that? Count to zero. That's how long it takes to get there. Hey, I think it's time. I, did you guys know who you're talking to here? I'm Dan Jordan, and it's time for your daily dose of the Deej, the Sales Energizer podcast coming to you live from the Southern Command Center here in beautiful Atlanta, Georgia, where the skies are dripping with sales inspiration, motivation, and determination, infusing your soul for your wild success in sales. That was good. I'm going to have to say that again. Gosh, when I tell you what, I feel good just saying it. You know, that's one of those things that you need to realize. You, my, my avid listener here to the Sales Energizer podcast, much of what I say, whether or not you're listening or not, I'm still saying it. I do it in the morning. When I wake up in the morning, I, I literally look in the mirror and say something idiotic like that. And it's impossible not to laugh at yourself when you're naked, looking in the mirror, acting like, I mean, it's, even if you were good looking, you would laugh at it. You just can't not. It changes your mood. You have the ability to, to brainwash yourself into anything you want. I, I mean, that's one of the benefits of, of being in sales. You really do get to create your own reality. You get to tell yourself what's going on. You get to choose what goes into your head and, and what you're going to use to determine how you're going to react. You know, when I say my little chant and I say, we don't watch the news, we make the news. I don't watch the news. I make the news. That is such a, a powerful statement. I make the news. And if you think about it, you do. 
Every morning you wake up, the actions that you choose to take influence everybody around you. And on a grand scale, I'm, I'm always amazed by this. Mr. Producer, man, this happens sometimes when I used to have to drive to work. I would be driving and I'm just looking around and there's hundreds of other cars, thousands of other cars, whatever, all going in various directions, all just going. Nobody told them what to do. Like there was nobody said, hey, you wake up at this time. Nobody told everybody. It, that's what's so beautiful. about Everybody working in their own self-interests for their own selves, producing for themselves and then collectively helping everybody else succeed. And if you look at any object in the world and any product that you have, anything that you own, anything that's made your life better, somebody had to sell it. You know what Thomas Edison had to do? Tom, electricity. You would think someone would see a light bulb and be like, oh my gosh, I want one. No. Do you know Thomas Edison had to light up a building on his own dime? He had to take a bill. I tell you what, I, I, listen, I know, trust me. It's going to, this is what I'll do. I'll give you a month free. I'll give you a month free. Try it. It'll be a try. If you don't like light bulbs, you know, then we'll, we'll take them out. So he had, a, he went to a building, a little Tommy boy. He went to a building and he says, I'm going to light up the whole thing. And I, so he did the one building. They're like, wow, this is great. So then he sold it to the state and he's in just one street. He goes, I'll put, you know, light posts up down this whole street. Like they didn't even want to buy it. He had to do that for free first. He had to take the risk, take that effort, feel like, and, and you think he wasn't scared when he flipped the switch? I mean, imagine, imagine, you know, sometimes you're waiting for the launch of your product that you want to send out. You know, you worked on it for a couple of months, you know, and all this stuff, and, you, and you're going to do your launch. And what if nobody, li actually, it's a podcast. Let's say you start a podcast and you think, oh my gosh, I didn't have any listeners. You put all... Imagine how nervous the guy must have been. I don't even think he could do it. He probably had to tell somebody else to do it. Tesla, I think, was working for him at the time. Well, listen, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to first apologize to you, my listener, who I love. By the way, another shout out to Stu Shapiro. He sent me an email over the weekend. And by the way, I, I respond to all my emails personally. And if you have the sales balls to pick up the phone and call me, I'll probably answer the phone too, because I, I, I love you and I appreciate you listening. And I say sales balls, not regular balls, because even women can have sales balls. Anyhow, pick up the phone and call me. As a salesperson, and you and I understand this, you, my listener, my, you know, my, my patriot, my companion over here, you know, we're never on track anyway, so it doesn't matter. We can't get off something that we're never on. We know what the goal is. And come hell or high water, we're going to get there. And we go in different paths. And really, that's what a, that's what a sales call is. And there's, there's lots of sales training courses out there. And there's lots of things that you can learn on what to say and how to say. But ultimately, the best teacher is that prospect right in front of you. Because, you know, they, they throw you off too, don't they? You know, they catch you off ground. What, what do you do? You gotta, it's not like you have, the only way you can be prepared to think off the cuff is by doing it 4,000 times. And that's why I, we're, we're doing this uh, for the second go around. This is round two of the cold calling experience. Uh, the last episode uh, was, was really good. I got a lot of responses from it. People saying, you know, they want more. So I'm going to give you a little bit more right now, but I'm sure we'll have some forms and things below here 
for you to get. But I, I originally started this by apologizing. The last episode I listened to, because uh, my family went to the lake house and I, you know, I wanted to go too, but you know what? It's kind of nice being alone. You know, you're here, it's quiet, you can do what you want to do. I find myself, you know, the first day or so, you're real happy and you're very productive doing stuff. And then towards the end of the week, I, you know, you're walking around the house all day in your underwear. And I think last night uh, for dinner, I had a block of cheese the size of a car battery. I mean, it was, it was just crazy. But I live, so I'm walking around the house trying to clean up and I was listening to the podcast, which is awesome. And I was, you know, having, I was listening to all sorts of podcasts. By the way, there's another, there's another podcast I really want you to listen to. It's a power couples rock. It's really awesome. It's a relationship type of thing. And it, it just, it's something that my wife and I now do on Sunday, Sunday evenings. And we listen to it together and it's a, it's a good moment. So I would, I would really suggest you listen to that power couples rock. So I'm listening to podcasts and I turned on my own for a second and I found myself listening to this lunatic screaming. You know, like his passion-filled voice. And I'm thinking, what the, what is he talking? And it was like cold calling. And I'm thinking, I love this because I love cold calling. And I realized it's me, but after I got done listening to it, I was exhausted. And so, I mean, I'm listening. I'm like, what is, why is this guy screaming? And so I'm apologizing to you if I'm screaming at, I'm not going to be screaming at you. I'm saying it with love. And currently we're in a situation now that while while cold calling still is the absolute worst way to sell a product, you know, somebody completely blank, you don't know who they are. It's the worst thing to do, except for what you're doing right now, which is sitting on the couch and trying to figure out all the other great ways to do it and doing nothing. Cold calling, as bad as it is, is a thousand times better than doing nothing. That was a dramatic pause there. I hope that doesn't get edited out because that was for purpose. It's a thousand times better. And in this environment, when most people are sitting home worrying about stuff, it's so important because they answer the phone. And while I'm, I'm a social being uh, maybe a little more than others, I think everybody. So, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to redo the Southern command center here with a big mural of a, of an audience. So I, so I could feel like I'm looking at you. I might have somebody in there raising their hand so I could, I could answer their questions. And I, I, I need that human interaction. When I first moved to Atlanta, by the way, you know, from New Jersey, somebody walks up to you and they talk to you and you don't know them. You're like, what do you want? What's up with you? Huh? You got a problem? Huh? You know, you got a problem. What do you want? Anyway, so I moved here to Atlanta. Everybody talks to you. It's not. So I'm in the, I'm in the supermarket and you know, I'm in line. I'm like line number two and the person's there and they're having a conversation. Like the person checking me is having a full on conversation, talking about their kids and back and forth. Oh, what are you getting? What are you making tonight for dinner? And I'm like, do you guys not see me? I'm, I'm right here. Anyway, now it's like 20 years later, I'm the guy having that conversation. I know every, I, my uh, Dolores is the lady who's my checkout lady. She's awesome. I actually, I haven't seen her. She always asks about my dad. We used to go in there and do a lot of stuff. She's, she's like a part of the family now. Anyway, so people need that type of human reaction. So when you, when you call them on the phone now, especially now, you, you can feel the gratefulness 
in their voice. I had two examples. I could tell you this one, a shout out to my man, Jay Brecher. Jay Brecher was a guy I used to do some sales coaching with and, you know, he became a friend. And so I told him, like, listen, I can no longer charge you for two reasons. One, uh, you're, uh, you know, a friend now and, and I don't want to do that. I really want you to see. It. And second, you don't do anything I'm telling you to do anymore. So it's a waste of time because, because that's what happened. It's like, you know, working with your kids, you know, the kids don't do anything. Either, so he became like that. So, but I haven't talked to him in a while, but I picked up the phone and called him this morning. And you know, you know what he said to me? He actually said that he goes, I'm honored that you would take the time to call me. Honored. You know, he, he went and told his wife, honey, you're not going to believe this. Dan Jordan is calling me just to see how I'm doing. Now, of course, he didn't have the time to talk to me. He had to do something, but he did, he did call, he did, yeah, he still called back. He did call back and he left a message. And, and then I've had other, other examples where, uh, where people would just say, you know what? Uh, and, and they keep you on the phone forever. That's the only challenge. Like I had a goal today to call a hundred people. I only had 35 because people will just talk forever. And uh, did I get some business from it? Not quite sure yet, but I did set up a, a couple of appointments, real live human appointments that we're going to touch elbows and everything, you know, so it's, it's as close as we can get these days. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like a hugger. I'm from New Jersey and that's what we do. My kids always ask me, daddy, why are you so touchy all the time? Every time you go, baby, you're hugging, you're touching, you all that stuff. And then one day they went to New York with me. And we went into a pizza place and it was like, you know, it's the pizza place is the size of the Southern Command Center, which is about, you know, four by eight. And uh, there's about six hundred people in there. And, and so everybody's on top of each other. And, and like if you, have, you order the pizza, it's from the one side, uh, you know, you pay for it at the other side. And then all the customers kind of lift up the pie and like on, on the you know, with their hands, like you're doing uh, body surfing at a at a Grateful Dead concert. I don't know that people do body servicing at Grateful Dead concerts, but okay. Well, so on a, on a Motley Crue concert. Gosh, I was playing Motley Crue the other day on the piano. I could do that, uh, that Home Sweet Home song. You know, I'm a dreamer. Yeah. I should have. We need some musical. You know, the DJ cast always needs some musical interludes. I think it's one of the things. But this, uh, this cast is about is about cold calling. So if that's what you're here for, we're about to get into it, all right? So hold on to your seatbelts. Um, this might be a time that you want to mark this time, whatever it is on the podcast, uh, come back to it, take notes. There's a couple of real real good nuggets that you're going to get here. Of course, if you didn't download that, I guess it's the ultimate cold calling guide that I had available last week, I'll have it available this week too. Uh, but I'm going to add something really important this week, which is uh, to keep track. And it's, it's very important. A lot of times, and I work with a lot of job seekers as well, too. A lot of times, you know, a job seeker will have a, or you'll have a sales meeting and it's like your sales meeting is at two o'clock. And so it's a real important sales meeting and you're all set to rock and roll. And so you wake up real early in the morning. And you're feeling good. You have a nice breakfast. You take a shower. You shave. Sometimes even the women will do that. And then you you, you get dressed real nice. You wear your shoes. You got your best, your, your lucky tie on. And you're ready to roll. And you get all set up. And then you 
you start planning out your day and you practice what you're going to say to the little person. Then you, and then it's like 12 o'clock. You're like, I don't know, should I eat or should I not eat? I don't want to eat and go in hungry or whatever. And so you plan, you drive there early and you have a little light snack and then you're ready to go and you wait there. You're 20 minutes early and then you, you go in and you have the meeting and then you come out and then you have to regroup. It's like three o'clock. You got to regroup and you got to call your friends. It was good. I think I got it. I'm not sure. We're supposed to get back together. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, don't know what it is. You don't have a, a you know, a clear future, but you're, you're thinking about it. And you have to, I should have said this. I should have said that. And it's four o'clock and you're exhausted. And you say, you know what? I'm just going to turn in early. I had a good day and I'm going to be ready for tomorrow. And you talked to one person all day long and you're exhausted and you're tired and you feel good about yourself. And the only reason why that happened is you didn't keep track. So I'm going to put in a little tracking form for you, and it's just, just little tick marks. When you make a dial, little tick mark. When you get a contact, little tick mark. And this is very important because if I'm going to tell you to call, make 50 dials, all I'm asking is 50 dials. I saw somebody, they just got hired for a place, and they said, I don't know if I can do this. They want me to do 20 dials a day. 20 dials a day? What the, 20? Are you, what do you do after 8.30 in the morning? 20 dials a day. By the way, that's true. That's, that's my calling time. I used to be before this whole virus thing happened from 7.30 to 8.30 in the morning is when I make my dials because generally that's when the owners of whatever company I'm calling will be there and they'll pick up the phone. And so 7.30, 8.30 and I, and, and I always have the same pitch and I'll give you the pitch in a minute. Uh, but the point is my goal is to get there. Now, you know, my style is to call those people cold, complete strangers in the morning. I call it warm-up calls. You don't want your, your two o'clock appointment to be the first time you spoke to somebody all day long. You, you got to be rehearsed. You got to be practiced. There's great software out there that can help you with, and I will, uh, again, I'll put links to that too, but there's something called Voice Vibes, uh, which is a, a, a great gal uh, who will be on a, on a future show, I'm sure of it, uh, maybe on a live cast, but we'll make it available to you. But she's got a great product where you could really practice and the software actually can figure out by your, by your vibrations of your voice, whether or not the listener will be bored or not. Turns out that boredom is the worst thing that could happen, even worse than anger. It's better to have your prospect angry at you than it is to have them bored. And, and you know that automatically, because even when, if you're, uh, when you're trying to uh, meet your spouse or meet, a, uh, meet a, another person to spend the rest of your life with, and you're in that kind of dating world, you read those little signs too. And if somebody's bored, uh, you, you got no chance. I mean, at least if they're angry at you, at least they're paying attention to you. You know, at least you have that. So the first thing is to keep track. And, I, and the reason why I think it's very important for you to do that is because you need to set goals for yourself and just a certain amount of dials. And here's the thing. I'm not even telling you to be good. If I had the choice between you being consistent or being good, I would choose consistent every time because you, you can't really get good without being consistent. There's too much pressure on you. You're too worried about it. When I was a stockbroker a million years ago, I was talking to my friend, Bill Kovac. He used to sit next to me and we, we were in kind of like a bullpen and it was awesome. And we got so good at our pitches, which were all the same. Hello, Mr. Jones. Hey, I wonder if you could help me. My name's Dan. I'm with, a, I'm with Smith Barney here in town. Real quickly, I was calling to see if you might be interested in a 9% paying bond. That was my line. 
And then I would put them on hold and I would talk to Bill Kovac. How are you doing? What's going on? And they'd answer something. I said, oh, great. Well, let me ask you, when you do invest, what's been successful for you in the past? And then I'd stop and go. And so you just keep on going. And if you get into a conversation with someone and you get to the point, you would not believe this. Back then, it would be like when somebody got to the point where you were about to close, you would press the uh, speaker mute button and you would scream out to the whole everybody, I'm closing. I'm about to close. And everybody would come around you and you'd be on speakerphone and everybody would just be, oh, you know, because they would coach you. Oh, say this. Use this one. Use this line. And you you pass over your 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 uh, call objections. I mean, it was, you know, and then everybody would go out drinking and all that stuff. And that's why I got out of the business. I mean, it's from 20, if you're from like 24 to 31, it's a great business. But after that, you run the risk of turning into a real monster. By the way, I don't mean to be putting down any financial planners out there. You guys are awesome. And you do, most of you do really good work. But man, back in the 80s, it was, it was nuts with that thing. But I was always the top account opener of the whole company. And the reason is I made 300 dials a day. 300 dials a day. And how I made 300 dials, how do I know I made 300 dials a day? I kept track. And if I didn't have my 300 dials a day, six hours, $50 an hour, six hours, $50 an hour. If I didn't get that and I didn't write it down, I knew I didn't have a good day because there's only one thing I could control. I can't control who answers. I can't control what they say. I can't control how they feel. I can't control the rain. I can't control the, uh, the traffic. I can't control. I can control how many times I dialed the phone. And I'm not even talking about succeeding or failing uh, in the call at all. I'm telling you, you feel good at the end of the day. You get better at the end of the day because you've disciplined yourself and you've lived up to your goals. Just that changes your whole demeanor. It changes your whole entry when you walk into a room. It changes your, your, your your voice, the way you sound, the way you stand when you're in control. And in uncertain financial times, the difference between one who is confident and one who is making the news and not watching the news is the one who figured out areas in their life that they could be in control of. This is a, this is a, a really close place for me. Because I'm the type of the person that, you know, I kind of needs that. It needs that space. Here in the Southern Command Center, it's a small little room. I'm kind of comfortable in a small little room. Not much could go wrong in here. You know? I mean, like, I'm, it's literally a padded cell now that I look. <laughs> I should be in a straitjacket. <laughs> but I'm in control of this environment. And that's what people need in uncertain times. And... The beautiful thing about that, even on the phone, I didn't, I know we didn't get too much into the rental workings of cold calling right now. We'll have to do it another time. But even on the phone, once you have this type of, of self-control and confidence and, and, and the way that you carry yourself, it translates to the person receiving it. And, and, and what I mean by receiving is receiving the emotion, receiving the energy that you're giving out. And they're uncertain also about what's going on. Just by you calling them, you're not taking anything from them. 
you're giving them something that they crave. That human interaction, that disciplined confidence, and what it does is, you know, I'm often asked, you know, what makes a leader? You know, what is it? What does a leader have? Well, there's only one thing a leader needs and to be a leader, and that is followers. And there's only two ways to get followers. You could either attract them or you could force it with a gun or authority of some sort. And I think most of you would like to attract. And the way you do that is by carrying yourself in a manner, become the type of person that you would like to follow. Maybe I should leave it with that. It was something my dad said to me. <laughs> One of those little quotes that he gave me he said, Danny, in this country, act like the person you would like to become. And very soon, you'll see that person in the mirror. Now, I know you think I'm crazy telling you that cold calling will change your life and make you a better person and turn you into a leader. But people have called me worse things than crazy. I really appreciate you listening to this podcast today, this DeechCast. This is an important one for me, and I hope it helps you. I really do. I want you to make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel and catch the live cast too. Uh, if you're not linked in with me, go ahead and link in with me. I think the people that have met me know that I'm the same person on, on film, the same person audio, and I'm the same person you meet in person. Uh, I, I won't bite your head off. Uh, go ahead and get in touch with me, link in with me, and follow me on Facebook and all that stuff. Make sure you get on the live casts. That way we could we could tell you when they're happening, and then you could feel free to join in and, and comment and ask questions. And uh, just remember that uh, in, in times and in all times like this, if you take control, the one thing you need to do is hop on the phone. Your life will be better. You're the best. I'm the Deej. I really appreciate you. And remember this. You go get them today. Hey guys, it's Dan Jordan, the Deej. People call me the sales energizer. And the reason is I'm a speaker, I'm a coach, I'm a trainer. But most of all, what I do and what I'd love to do is come to your business to do a kickoff sales training meeting. Your salespeople will love it. They'll love your company even more. You'll love it because there'll be more production. And to top it off, you get to meet the Deej. So go ahead to danjordan.com and contact us for speaking ideas. We'll rock and roll. And remember to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and whatever else you can think about. We'll see you next time. Go get them. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Oh, sweet. Oh.